Hey guys, before we get started, let me talk to you really quick about Draft and the Draft app. You've been hearing us talk about it for weeks. Christian boasts how good he is. I don't really think he's that good. I haven't seen these screenshots about how well he's doing. But uh, you go to the play, either playdraft.com slash eatsleepfantasy or go to your wherever you download apps from and just look for draft. It's basically DFS, but you can snake draft week to week. So instead of everybody having you know Julio Jones for this week, you snake draft between you know either two or ten up to ten people, and basically it's like you can redraft several times a day, several weeks in a row. So it's really fun. Definitely check it out. If you go to if you download the app, don't forget to use promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy. And uh, you get $3 free to play. So check it out. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Let's get ready to listen to Eat Seat Fantasy. I'm your host, Armando Crespo, and today with me is Dale DeMond. How are you doing, Dale? That was strangest as it could have been. I think <laughs> uh, this is why we do not let you do the intro to Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. I was trying to go away from the monotone, Dale. You know, I'm trying to make this a little more interesting. Yes, thanks. Um, apparently, we have had some issues with being monotone. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in to Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're listening for the first time, not only can you find us here on your uh, podcast platform, but you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, most often, Twitter is our uh, main source of interaction with all you guys. And for everybody that does interact with us on Twitter, we thank you. We appreciate it. Hey, did... Uh... Did Pod Vader t- uh, tweet at us with our with my guest appearance? Yes, it was good. Uh, you joined um, the former ESPN podcaster uh, f- on his podcast yesterday. I think you did a pretty good job, man. I heard uh, most of it earlier today. Actually, you made like the bonus reel. You know how they in the beginning they do like a little like funny clip or something. Um, yeah. you were in that little funny clip there. Um, really? What did I say? Talking about Dion Lewis, you said you you started him because. He, you knew Pod Vader was a Pats fan. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I slid him into my DM. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so um, for everybody listening to us for the first time, welcome. Uh, this is a three-man podcast, but most of the time it's ran by two people because having a third person just gets really messy. Wheel. Yeah. I mean, there's always somebody that's left out that is either interrupting everybody. It's just way way easier and way better for your ears, trust us to have two people on. So we kind of rotate between myself, my name is Dale, with Armando, who's a co-host today, and Christian, who is uh, often on. Uh, long-winded, long-winded guy, but he knows his stuff. Man, Christian can talk. Yeah. If, if I say anything, like if I say Jimmy Graham, he could talk two hours about Jimmy Graham. And just another Jimmy Graham from his high school days, like we don't even really know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> This one time biology class. Okay, Brito, <laughs> reel it in here. Uh, today, guys, we are going to talk about some uh, buying, selling. I guess uh, 
what we should really call it, uh, buy low, sell high, or maybe keep or hold on to episode. Really, it's looking at rest of season rankings right now for me and Armando, uh, just to kind of gauge. I know you guys are going to have a lot of these players, and you're wondering, you know, what do I do with Ty Montgomery? What do I do with maybe Derek Carr or something like that? So uh, hopefully we'll give you some insight onto what to do with these guys with their schedules coming up. Um, hopefully we'll give you some good insight and some good feedback here. Sounds a good deal. Are okay. we going to start with dues, though? Yeah, yeah. Let me give you some news really quick. Just some. Uh, you could stop me, Armando, if you think this is there's something important that you want to talk about. Most of it's self-explanatory. Okay. Got it. Okay, cool. Okay. Martavis Bryant pushed to the practice squad. Um, sort of surprising just because we know he's a good talent, but I think the Steelers just had enough of him and said, hey, if you want to bitch and complain, go do it uh, with the practice squad. Yeah, I think that's really important, Dale. Um, really excites me about everyone else over there. You know, Antonio Brown should get a bump up, I think, even more. Juju, the rookie, is uh, really trending around there. I know you sent off an offer today. Was it Juju for Jordan Matthews, was it? Yeah, just a shit trade. Try to get, try to get him for cheap. Really, we don't know what Juju Smith-Schuster is going to do. I mean, he's only had 26 targets with just over 200 yards. Right, three the touchdowns. upside's there. The upside is definitely there, and that offense, Big uh, Big Ben likes you know aired out. So, I think he's worth Juju's worth a stash. It sucks for Martavis Bryant, but Martavis Bryant is now droppable. I wouldn't even hold on to him at this point. Yeah, I agree. Wait, do you think Juju is probably the most appealing rookie wide receiver this year right now? Um, I would say like Mike Williams. Would you rather have him or Juju? Short term, I think I'd rather have Juju. I still think Mike Williams can break out late later in the season. Uh, Corey Davis. Yeah, but I, don't I think know. I, th- I, mean, I think Juju's the only one worth owning at the moment. Maybe Corey Davis. He did have a nice little spark in the beginning of the season, but I would uh, rather have Juju over all of them. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, another piece of news. If you guys don't know, Sam Bradford isn't practicing. He's not going to be back this week. It's going to be Case Keenum, who actually took limited reps in practice on Wednesday. Um, he, he'll be able to play through it against the Browns and should do pretty fairly well. Uh, good good streaming option here against the Browns, I think, uh, with Stefan Diggs. Probably he's traveling with the team. He will probably probably be back. Um, cool. Yeah, Jay Cutler, if you don't know, he didn't practice. He's not going to practice. Matt Moore will take the start on Thursday night. We kind of already talked about that last podcast. Um, Andrew Luck, of course, is not practicing, and he's out until we say otherwise. Wait, he's being dropped all over the place. I know you're going to strongly disagree, but I think he should still be owned. Andrew Luck? Yeah, he's going to come back eventually. Is he? <laughs> Do we know that? They redu- They refuse to put him on IR. I mean, if we're going into week eight, he has to come back eventually if they're not going to put him on IR. I think the IR is coming soon. I, I got it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, it's a gamble. If you have the spot, I guess why not if you're hurting that quarterback? Because if he comes back, he's going to be dangerous for sure. Andrew Luck is very talented, but uh, I have a feeling that we're not going to see him this year. Yeah, in one of our leagues, I currently have Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck. <laughs> Got them both free. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, if they know. come back, amazing week 15. <laughs> right. Uh, Cam Newton uh, will be playing through an injury uh, for the right shoulder. Uh, this doesn't concern me, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if towards the end of the season, it comes out like Cam Newton was way more hurt than they let on. 
and all his bad play through the season is because of his injury. It sucks. I you you're playing him if you have him, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if this injury just keeps coming up back in you know back into the to the front. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's really no great news. I mean, there's some guys that are ailing that will probably play. Jameis Winston will probably play. He'll be fine. And Jay as well, fully practiced, so you have no problems with that. Coleman, um, he was injured, his knee. He did take limited practice reps on Wednesday. But we didn't really know the extent of his injury. Um, but he's playing against the Jets next week, and I think... Tevin Coleman remains a flex option, a strong flex option week to week, especially this week if if he's a go. Yeah, he's a consistent eight to nine points. I'm try- I was targeting him a couple of leagues just because I need someone who's consistently get me eight to ten points versus, you know, a couple of guys who aren't doing anything here and there. Yep. And uh probably one of the best handcuffs in fantasy football. If something happens to Freeman, you have a RB one on your hands, no doubt about it. Dale, I got offered a trade today. I just want to see what you think about it. It's one of our leagues. It was sure. Aaron Jones and Marshawn Lynch scrub for Todd Gurley. I declined it, but is that a close at all? Mm, no, I know that, I, no, I do like Aaron Jones a lot. I think Todd Gurley's just a little bit better. I mean, yeah. you're you're throwing in Marshawn Lynch. He's a throw in. You're not going to start him anyways. Nah, he's cuttable. In yeah. All leagues. Uh, mm. Marshawn Lynch is cut. You don't think he's cuttable, Dale? Close to it, he's, he's not. He's going to be owned in every league you're in. And if he's on your waiver wire, you're you're you put him there just in case. You put him on your bench. Yeah. Are you not picking him up if he's on the waivers? If no, he if no. he clears waivers and he's just sitting there, no free agency. Re- no, yeah, yeah. A, there's really no a, upside. Yeah, there's no upside. I'd rather have Jalen Richard or DeAndre Richard. Washington. Yeah, yeah Richard. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, there's really nobody else really to talk about. Christian McCaffrey practiced full, uh, had a full practice on Wednesday as well. He, his wrist was bothering him, but he's okay. So there's really no no crazy, um, no crazy news here. So we can kind of move on, right? Yep. By the way, guys, I do want to remind you that we are doing a, f- a live show on Friday night. I believe 7:30, but we'll we'll double check that. It'll be on our website. Um, probably Friday morning with the call-in numbers and the link to listen live if you want. We'll probably be periscoping at some point too. I'm not sure if we're going to do it this week or not, um, but it'll be fun. So make sure you tune, tune, tune into that. Also, don't forget, we are doing a pumpkin carving contest. If you carve a pumpkin with ESF. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what <idea> was that? <laughs> um, if you carve uh, a pumpkin with ESF, themed uh anything on it then you're eligible to win a t-shirt so don't forget about that okay that's awesome good idea yeah thanks and i think that's about it that's that's all that's all i want to talk about so we are going to talk about some like i said sell buy keep guys really i just have a list of players here and thanks to our producer of content man that's a good title actually i just thought of that um austin he helps us out a lot um, he gave us a couple of names to talk about today. Assistant of the assistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? Okay. In the office? Uh, yeah. Assist- assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Also, if me, uh, Armando, I know you didn't listen, but Christian and I interviewed Jay Cutler yesterday on the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. It's big news. Yeah. Um, I think it was... I'm confused. I don't know if it was so bad that it was good or if it was just so bad. You know, like there's a fine line there. I yeah. think we crossed it into being just so bad. <laughs> was it what you guys say? What did I miss? <laughs> uh, no, we just talked about Jay Cutler and Jay Cutler was smoking the entire interview. What a it, dick. It was bad. Yeah. And he was a dick. He didn't care about anything. He was so laid back and like he didn't get have a don't give a fuck attitude the whole he, entire time. Are we the Jay Cutlers of fantasy football? Sorta, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we, I, uh, yeah, we might be. I think that's it. I think we found our what we are of today. <laughs> All right, Armando. Yes, I want to know. Look, Amari Cooper finally had a huge game mm-hmm. last week. Blew every everybody's expectations out of the water. Uh, some people started him. Some already gave up on him and was sitting on his bench. With the big game that he had. Are you okay starting him week to week again? Is definitely, this like definitely, I mean, definitely not. He had 19 targets. You don't think this is something that he has a decent schedule moving forward. I like him against New England, KC, Philly, and Miami. Those are three of the games he has coming up to end the season. And those are great games. Yes, he's going to be starting in Derek Carr as well in those games. But besides that, I'm nervous and I'm not doing it. If I can sell him right now for someone like. Even this guy's a scrub this year. Uh, Michael Thomas, I'd rather do one-for-one one on that trade. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's a, that's actually a pretty good trade. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, You're not going to get a lot for the guy. But if you can get someone who's also underperforming but has a better quarterback or a better schedule moving forward, I mean, he plays Atlanta twice this season, uh, Michael Thomas does, and he has a better quarterback this season. So I would rather do someone like that. Who's kind of been, or Des Bryant is over. We're going to talk about him in a minute. If you can do a market for Des Bryant, they've both been, you know, a little off, but one guy has a better schedule and, you know, quarterbacks are performing a little better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that the Raiders and I don't know for sure, but I, I have a feeling that Derek Carr was like, fine, you want to complain about not getting the ball or you, you know, you want to redeem yourself. I'm going to give it to you a million times next game and you better do something about it. And he did. And he might get force fed for the rest of the season, showing his mm. that he he likes Jared Cook and he likes Michael Crabtree. I don't see that trading. If if he doesn't feed those guys, they're going to complain because their defense is just <laughs> as much. So right. right, I don't. Yeah, one game sure, but don't believe it. Don't buy into it. And if you're an owner, if you find an owner like Dale in your league, trade Mark Cooper for you know Michael Thomas, Des Bryant, for sure, and RP. That's my opinion. Okay, all right. Uh, don't forget that. If you don't have Amari Cooper and you can't get him, uh, try to get Michael Crabtree. Week 14, 15, and 16, which are the fantasy playoffs in most leagues, he plays bottom eight defenses, bottom 10 Mm -hmm. defenses, Kansas City, Dallas, and Philly, back-to-back-to-back, week 14, 15, 16. So if you're you're looking good and you think you have a really good shot at the playoffs, start positioning yourself um, for a nice little run. And if you don't have a good wide receiver too, somebody like Michael Crabtree – would be great too. So are you, you're selling Amari Cooper? If I can get someone who has a better quarterback and a better schedule. Cause I mean, you, if you're not going into the playoffs, or you're struggling to make the playoffs. You want someone who's going to be good right now. He still has a buy ahead of him. He still plays Denver. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he plays he, Buffalo this week. If Amari Cooper 
gets more than 10 targets, he performs as a wide receiver one. And, yes, uh, if yeah. you can guarantee that for the rest of the season, yes, obviously you're holding on to him, but you 19, can't. 19 targets last game. That's, That's it's ridiculous. Just it's crazy. All right. Uh, what about what are we doing with the Green Bay wide receivers? Let's start with, I guess, Jordy Nelson here. I, you know, you. I'll say my two cents first. Uh, I don't. I'm not doing anything with anybody on the Green Bay Packers, including Hudley. I'm like I said. I think I said last time I was on. I'm holding fast. I need to see what they do after the bye week. They have a whole two weeks to get ready for the next couple games. And I don't know. You're going to be selling Jordy Nelson low, Devontae Adams low, and I'm 100 percent against selling a player low. You're, yeah, you're not getting your value back. You should just hold on to him at that point. I don't think his value is going to get any better. I do think they can work on some stuff on the bike. I think they're going to be a more run-heavy team moving forward, especially with their um, schedule coming up. They have Detroit coming out of the bye, like you mentioned, and they have Chicago, which is surprisingly doing very well against the pass. Yeah, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, back-to-back-to-back, week 10, 11, and 12. It makes me want to sell them now. Like I don't know how much you're going to get for them because – exactly. you know, but man, if you can get a wide receiver two for somebody like Jordy Nelson, somebody might just give me a name. Like, would you do Jordy Nelson for Tyree kill? I think that's a high end wide receiver two. I would. That's fair. I would do that as well. I would. Uh, Um, let's go through some names. Okay. Uh, uh, how about Adam Thielen? No, I hold on to Jordy Nelson at that point. I think I would too. T Y Hilton. Uh, still holding on to Jordy Nelson. Mm, that's about the line. How about somebody like mm, Jarvis Landry? I think I'll take Jarvis Landry rest of the really? season over Jordy. I think so. Man, this is... they're, I, they're not going to air it out. I really think that uh, Aaron Jones is. It's this offense is going to be ran through Aaron Jones. I took like a three sixty on Aaron Jones. By the way, I was all in the Tom Montgomery train. But um, yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna run this. They're gonna they're gonna run the ball a lot. This team is gonna change. They're gonna play to their strengths. And right now, I think it's Jones. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And I, th- I agree with that. Ty Montgomery, I think he's still gonna get a bump. Not as much. He's gonna be more of a flex. Aaron Jones could be more like an RB one slash two. Okay, fair enough. But um, yeah. All right. Same. I mean, this goes same thing with Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams. Well, Randall Cobb should be dropped. I mean, he shouldn't be owned. He wasn't. He was invaluable even with Rodgers. Right. Right. And I think Devontae Adams drops past guys like hmm. Will Fuller. Jordan. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, I would take Will Fuller. I would take guy. I would take Ted Ginn, Cooper hmm. Cup, all those guys. I would Cup? take. Cup. Whoa, you really dropped him, dude. Fuck. I. I mean, yeah. I. I think Cooper Cup is going to get the, the opportunity uh, to score about, again and again. I think there's an eat bet opportunity here. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll take Jordan Matthews over him. Jesus Christ. Or Devontae Adams? All right, I'll take yes. that. That's a neat bet. Okay, that's a neat bet. Jordan Matthews, by the way, has a very soft schedule. I know. I know. I believe that. It's ridiculous. I mean, he doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a bad matchup. He doesn't have a bad matchup at all the rest of the season. His best matchups come week 12, thir- week 12, 13, 14, and 16. He has great matchups. And this is why we said to grab Tyrod Taylor, he could save your season. But, um... If Jordan Matthews can get back to full speed, it it's going to be really good. It's going to be really good for Tyrod Taylor and for Jordan Matthews. I'm on board with that, but I think I still think that if anyone's going to, besides the running backs, if any wide receiver is going to break through the Green Bay Packers, is going to be Devontae Adams. Okay, fair enough. Uh, 
and it was really trending that direction. Devontae Adams has been getting more targets with Hudley um, as well. So, Yeah, he did catch a touchdown. Yep. All right, let's talk about Larry Fitzgerald. Mm. Drew Stanton is now the quarterback for the Cardinals. Uh, Carson Palmer is nowhere to be found. He probably will miss the rest of the season. At least most of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. He's he's retiring. He's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had. I mean, he had huge value before Palmer went down. Now, I think I'm selling him. I I was selling him before that. I was saying that Larry Fitzgerald always does this. I mean, this is not his fault right now, but he starts off hot and then dwindles anyways because he is an older player. Um, if you didn't sell him by now, I think you're stuck with him. You're not going to get anything for him, in my opinion. If you have someone like me in your league, I wouldn't trade for him at all. Um, no, I want to say at all. I would, I would still take him over Adam Thielen. I think I'd rather have Adam Thielen. Uh, Marvin Jones. I think I'd rather have Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Devin Funches. I think I'd still have Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Okay. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, he is a number one wide receiver. Don't forget. I mean, he's going to get the opportunity. It's he, just it's he not going to be in the beginning of the season, but it's going to be John Brown or Jaron Brown by the by end of the season for sure. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I I think I would look start looking for guys like I'd take Amari Cooper ahead of Larry Fitzgerald. I'd take Deshaun Jackson over Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, you move him all the way to top twenty. Demarius Thomas or Larry Fitzgerald. Hmm. I think I'd hang on to Larry Fitzgerald. The Denver the, offense is not playing very well. Their I'm not schedule sure is so nice. So moving forward, like Simeon is going to turn up hardcore later in the season. Their schedule is amazing, Dale. I don't know if you looked at it. It's nice. Let's, let's take a look at it now. Um, yeah, he does have a really good schedule. I mean, he plays Philly, New England, Oakland, the Jets, Indianapolis. KC. Almost every other week, yeah. Yeah, well, KC in week 17. So, I mean, if, I guess if you have a week 17 matchup, but the Super Bowl is Washington, which is nice. Uh, you, you saw what Wentz did to them. Wentz ripped them apart and cost me a game. Yeah, though. but the, the number one wide receiver usually doesn't do very well against Washington. I can't argue. Okay. All right. Let's move on. What? Uh, let's talk about a quarterback, Derek Carr. Is he back to form of what we what we know and love? Same thing, same schedule as uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah, if you can sell him now, go for it. You, everyone's gonna think he's back, but he's it's just schedule's too tough for me, man. I don't want any piece of it. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not crazy about Derek Carr rest of the season. I think we know who he is at least this season, dealing with whatever he's dealing with. Yeah. I think I'd take Tyrod Taylor over Derek Carr rest of the season. Me too. Uh, our buddy Dudu was trying to convince me that I should trade Derek Carr from him, and I just don't want him. Like, I do like him, but I'm not going to give you a pick for the guy. He's been awful besides that one game. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some running backs. Very interesting points here with pretty much all the New Orleans running backs. Mark Ingram is a running back one rest of the season. Top mm-hmm. 12, easy for me. Do you agree? Not easy, but yeah, I would say borderline 12, 13. I wouldn't say any higher than that for me. Okay. Uh, I think I would have him ahead of guys like Doug Martin, Jordan Howard. Do you agree? 
Yes, okay. I am off the Howard train. Are you? Yeah. Okay. He's he's just a mediocre RB like he's always been. Uh, he he wasn't very mediocre last year. He he's too up and down, man. Like I don't, he's not consistent. I'm all about consistency. Like if you're going to be good, be fucking good. Don't be like this <laughs> this yo yo. Okay. Fair enough. With with the Bears' defense playing as well as they are, Jordan Howard's going to get the opportunity. Kind of like what we talked about last, uh, last podcast. If you didn't hear the touches and targets podcast last episode, talked a little bit about him. Uh, he is going to get the volume. He's getting it already, no matter how bad that passing game sucks. Jordan Howard is going to get his carries, and Tariq Cohen is not a threat. Nope. So that that bumps Jordan Howard way up for me, just yeah. because he's he's the guy. Um, the interesting running back we all know Mark Ingram is good and should be started in all leagues. Alan Kamara has creeped up a little bit over the past couple of weeks, especially in PPR formats. He's so explosive, Dale. It's not a little bit. He's he's explosive as fuck. Yeah, I am taking. I will put him over guys like Tevin Coleman and Christian McCaffrey without a problem. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I would say he's probably... Would you say he's one of the best PPR running backs in the league? Chris Thompson's going to be sneaky for the rest of the rest of the year. It's going to be between him and Chris Thompson, I think. They're going to yeah. use Chris Thompson a lot moving forward. He's their best player or offensive weapon right now. I don't know if that's too seems bold like to it. say. No, it, no. It seems like it. Yeah, I like I them both a lot. And that's the other guy we're going to talk about now is Chris Thompson. If you could buy Chris Thompson, go for it. He didn't have a huge game, but he is getting touches up the yin yang mm-hmm. more than he's ever gotten his entire career. <laughs> he's getting touched up the yin yang, <laughs> getting touches up the yin yang. <laughs> um. <laughs> go ahead. How, sorry. How about Dion Lewis, James White in the New England backfield? Now you have Burkhead and Gillisley as well. I mean, what do you think? I, I personally think Deion Lewis is the one to own out of all three of them. He's getting he's the one getting receptions, not a lot, but he's still getting targeted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he is running the ball. He's getting all the carries, almost all of them. Um, so if I had to own one, he's the one because he's being used in both aspects of the game versus Gillisley's only a runner. Yeah, I agree. I think Deion Lewis is the one to own right now. The way Bilicek plays you kind of have to think, does Gillisley come back in three to four weeks? I Brito kind of alluded to this a little bit too, and I, I kind of buy into it. Like in three weeks, he's going to start Gillisley again, and Gillisley's going to have 15 touches for 90 yards and two touchdowns or something. You know, you like you never know that. Yeah. You know, you could just keep, don't write him off. Of course, I don't think he's even rosterable right now. Who, Gillisley or yeah. Burkhead? Gillisley and Burkhead. Yeah, no, I agree. But don't be surprised if. For some reason, he starts in two or three weeks after Deion Lewis fumbles. So are you buying Deion Lewis or are you selling Deion Lewis? Because on our sheet right now, we have to say buy him, but I feel like he's more of a sell. Yeah, I'm not buying him. I think I'm selling him. Yeah. What do I do with him? I own him in like three or four leagues, and I'm using him as a flex right now because obviously I think he's going to be the hot hand right now because that's how he plays, but who do I trade him for? I think I'd trade him for Chris Thompson. Oh... That's a good one, and that's a big yeah. I think I could, I can, I can swing that. Okay. Uh, maybe I would do Dion Lewis for somebody like Duke Johnson, even. Yeah, I'm Duke okay Johnson's been consistent. He's not getting his TDs anymore, but he's just as good as Dion Lewis, and we know he's not going to get his job taken away. Right. Um, somebody that's not on our sheet, 
I kind of feel like Adrian Peterson, as bad as he played, Actually, yeah. I don't know what I think about Adrian Peterson. I take that don't back. Say it. God, take it back. Let's not even go in there. People are going to judge us. <laughs> uh, Adrian Peterson, this game script, week in and week out, is going to be Cardinals are behind, and it's going to be hard for Adrian Peterson to get touches. He is the main guy, but how often are the Cardinals going to be up? Dude, Stanton is awful. Yeah. And there is no reason why they shouldn't have Colin Kaepernick on the roster because he is god awful. Well,. Maybe if he follows the rules of the NFL, he would be in the NFL. He's not breaking the rules. He said he wasn't breaking any rules, Dale. Mm. Breaking the unwritten rules, Armando. All right. <laughs> All right, so, okay, let's move on. Buck Allen. I'm selling him. I know the sheet says it's to buy him. Or well, it doesn't Alonzo. matter what the sheet says. I, I I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting rid of him. I'm getting rid of him. I own him in a league, and he's great in PPR, fantastic, a, a consistent 10 to 12 points every game. But Woodhead is coming back soon. So if you can trade Allen for something, you're going to win because he's going to lose his job. Okay. Is Alex Collins droppable? Yes. Yeah. He's awful. Like, you thought he was good, but he's just not getting the work. Well, the problem is I don't care if they're really bad if they're getting the volume. Alex Collins had, I think, had 10 touches last game, which isn't bad. But the problem is that he plays on the Ravens. (laughs) Yeah. And that is going to limit him no matter what because the Ravens are not going to be in position to score very often. Just like J.H.I. last uh, yesterday, Brito mentioned a really good stat actually. J.H.I. is leading in rushing yards by a lot with a lot of different um, high-end running backs. The problem is J.H.I. isn't scoring touchdowns. Yeah. No, I know. I, uh, I 100% agree with that. It makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. I think I think J.H.I. is worth targeting he's not on the sheet but if you can buy him low he's a guy to target right are you panic are you panicking at all over oj howard and that offense and for cam break cameron break yeah i don't know i mean you got break for free yes no i'm not panicking it is what it is if he loses his job it was a matter of time anyways break still out targeted him and out snapped him i'm not too worried oj howard is a really good football player and he's he's very athletic and we knew what he was coming into the league. I mean, playing for Alabama and being the the force that he was there. So it's not really surprising. It's just Bray is still the pass catching tight end there. He's and, a he's a red zone machine. He's amazing in the red yeah, zone. Yeah. Hey, if you look at OJ Howard's two touchdowns last week, it was really coming from plays where the defense just forgot about him. <laughs> like yeah. both of them, he was wide open. That's not going to happen every week. Um, good for Jameis Winston for recognizing that and OJ Howard for, you know, cashing in on the opportunity because not every football player on the field does that, but it's still Brait's Brait is the tight end to own. I'm holding on to him. And I'm still starting him. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I, I mean, I don't think it's a must start necessarily. There's some guys out there that I would rather start this week. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a lot of streaming tight ends that, that are better off. I agree with you. Okay. Um, let's move on to Duke Johnson. Are you keeping faith or what are you doing with him? Yeah. I mean, I'm rarely starting Duke Johnson in the leagues that I own him in. If I am, it's on a flex on a really good, you know, on a really good matchup last week, he had seven rushing attempts for 26 yards, but he had seven targets for 45 yards. Isaiah Crowell really isn't cutting into it. I mean, he has 17 attempts 
in nearly 60 total yards or 70 total yards. Um, yeah, Duke Johnson is a flex play at best. Yeah, PPR, I think he's RB2 slash flex. Yeah. Oh, you, would you trade Duke Johnson for Joe Mixon? If I own Joe Mixon? Yeah. Yeah, I would rather have Joe Mixon. Yeah, me too. Would you rather have Duke Johnson or Tevin Coleman? Um, Tevin Coleman, upside. Yeah. I, I hate I hate Duke Johnson in comparison to you guys. Yeah. I'm not crazy about him. Would you have Duke Johnson or Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson. He had that game. You gotta you gotta hope it comes back. Yeah, it's close. It's close yeah. for me. Just if if they sell Carson Palmer, I'd say Adrian Peterson easily, but yeah. It's close now with Stanton. Yeah. All right. Uh Christian McCaffrey is still a top twenty four running back. Probably even a little bit better than twenty four in PPR formats. Do you agree? I think he's way better than PPR. Um, yeah, I agree with that. He's getting the work. The offense is kind of going through him as yeah. much as it's going through Cam Newton. They work, like, together. Yeah, McNewton. Yeah, McNewton. I like it. I think they're great together. Um, but he's not getting touchdowns. He's not getting the big yardage. Um, so, yeah, he's an RB2 low end. Great in PPR, though. Yeah, I agree. I think he's the second leading running back uh, with reception yards, I believe. Yep. All right. And I guess the last last guy I really want to talk about, or the last couple of guys, Bilal Powell slash Matt Forte. Matt Forte is a little bit more involved than Bilal Powell owners would feel comfortable with. Forte had seven attempts for 41 yards, and he also had five receptions for 41 yards. And that's about what Bilal Powell had. <laughs> In my opinion, I don't think they're both rosterable. If you could trade them, I would sell them for anything. I don't, I don't want any piece of them. So you're selling them? Yeah, if I can. I don't want him. There's just there's too much people back there. Maguire is getting work as well. I know he's not doing anything with it, but still, a three-headed monster's uh, a no-go for me. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm a ball pal owner, I am trying to sell him as well. I would sell him for guys like Deion Lewis, Latavius Murray, yep. LeGarrette Blunt, yeah, all those that. guys. I would even consider... Duke Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Duke Johnson for sure. Adrian Peterson for sure. So, yeah. just some. I just, just don't know if people will there. do that. If he has a bit, you have to wait for a big game. Correct. From from yeah, exactly. Well, you have to wait either for a big game or you have to wait for Forte to be minimalized in a game. You have to wait for Forte to have ten total yards and Powell to have eighty, and then people will say, you know, people will believe again. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Um, next guy, uh, we're going to completely disagree with this. I really feel like Delaney Walker is droppable. You say droppable. Say it, say it, say it. Give me, give me why he's not droppable. Is it because he's scoring over five points every game? No. Only once this season has he gone over five points twice. He's, he's not, not good, Dale. Okay. Most, look, most tight ends aren't doing well like who are you dropping him for somebody like ed okay. dixon or george kittle i mean you're, come on with, like, he you're, you're delaney, like, delaney walker is a part of the bunch that becomes streamable if he has a good matchup you play him okay that's it you can't play him week in and week out okay you don't if you don't own evan ingram um Ertz, gronk okay i understand but okay who are you dropping delaney walker for right now this week kittle did you see what Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed did? They haven't did anything all season. Philadelphia has an atrocious tight end defense. 
Yes. You're going to want, and George Kittle's available in almost all leagues. Yes, I'm dropping Delaney Walker if I need to. He's on a bye. Kittle's a guy I want to target. Croft no. is going to be more and more involved at coming off the bye. He's playing against a bad defense, a tight end defense. You're going to want Croft. Yes, I'd rather stream Croft or Kittle over holding on to Delaney Walker. You make a fair argument. Darren um, Fells has taken the role from Eric Ebron. Oh, stop it. Just stop Yeah, it. Darren Fells stop. is getting more targets than Eric Ebron. Stop. I'd rather have Darren Fells. Stop. Jack Doyle? Should I keep going? Keep going? <laughs> Look, and, and matchups, yes. There are certain matchups. But first of all, okay, I get it. Delaney Walker's on a bye, and he's injured. I don't know that we don't know the extent of his injury and how long he's going to be out for, if any time at all. Um, let me look at Delaney's Walker schedule right now and, and tell you. Weeks and look at his fantasy points. Cannot. Look at his points. He's not good, Dale. You play. You got to play matchups with him now. Like he's not usable. I'm, I'm giving you fantasy advice right now, Dale. I want you to be okay. I want you to win games. <laughs> Shut up. Don't get emotional about players. You just got to move on. They're not good. You got to cut them. Don't tell me Delaney Walker's not good. I understand there are there are options that are streaming that are better. I agree with you. He is not a startable tight end week in and week out anymore. If you I believe agree. in agree, rostering okay, two tight no, ends no. all season, that's no, no. fine. He's fine. No, wor- I, he's he's worth owning if you own two tight ends. Okay, no, there are no there are three four tight ends that are worth having actually on your on your roster at all times without streaming. I agree with that. And Delaney Walker as not as now not a rosterable tight end week to week to week. I agree with that. He's more of a streamer. He has moved to a streamer tight end. Okay. I I give in. Is that fair? Yeah. But most weeks he is going to be a better option. I, I don't think than Jack Doyle. The, I, yes. But if he's in a streamer position, you either hold on to him for no reason because you're not going to start on week in and week out or you stream tight ends like you just move like you can't hold, hold yeah. on to player with little upside for one or two weeks a season like he's not worth rostering anymore if you're looking at the bigger picture okay Fair i'd rather i rather own a handcuff to a running back that i believe is a stud like i'd rather own tj yeldon to my leonard fournette fair enough yeah okay i mean delaney walker is a streamer now i get it I agree. Sorry. A little too I passionate, Dale. We, we, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I do. I agree with you to a certain extent. I do. I just think he's better than a lot of... I think he's better than Jack Doyle in Tyler okay. Croft and Fells. Give me a break. I don't think he's better than Tyler Croft at all. You're nuts. Uh, no, I think I think you'll be surprised. No, no, no. I'm telling you, you're nuts. Okay, you want to make, make an e-bet? Rest of the season. Look, we're not going to make Croft. an e-bet about if you're nuts or not. We know you're nuts. Tyler Croft over Delaney Walker. Rest of the season. No, Delaney Walker's injured. We don't, and he has a bye this week, and we don't know if okay, how injured after, he after is. After this week, after this week, Tyler Croft, Delaney Walker. We just don't know. Point made, guys. Point. <laughs> okay, I think you got the better of me on that one. You, you, you convinced me. All right, good. Thank you, Dale. Okay. I hope you. I hope it does you justice. I'm man enough to admit that he's a streamer. Okay, I started the conversation saying he wasn't. He is, but I think he's going to be a better streaming option than most others, most weeks. <laughs> okay, Dale. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, let's move on. There's nothing to move on from. Okay, I have two guys that aren't on this list that I think we should talk about then. Okay. Doug Baldwin. I think he's a buy low. His schedule's pretty nice moving forward. Do you think so? Uh, I think his schedule is okay. I wouldn't say nice, but it's okay. Doug Baldwin hasn't showed much 
mm-hmm. when in the games that he's not scoring a touchdown, he's scoring under 10 points per game. Well under 10 points per game if it's not PPR and standard. Right. But he does play Washington, Arizona, Atlanta, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Rams. Those are six matchups that I feel extremely comfortable playing him. And none of those defense really scare me except the Rams in Jacksonville, where they're going to be not be able to throw the ball. Right. So I think Doug Baldwin is going to get a notch up, and I I honestly think that like, he's going to show what he did to, in 2015, where he's going to get two or three touchdowns, going on a huge streak, pretty soon like that. Uh, if this the, the the difference between this year and the previous years is that in the previous years the offensive line has kind of come together and played a little bit better. No, Dale. That offensive line I've, has been awful for three years now. <laughs> that was my biggest <laughs> knock against Wilson last year was the yes, offensive I line. But they played better when Bal- when Baldwin had a good games. He played better. There's Russell Wilson needs time to throw Doug Baldwin the ball. And when he doesn't have time, it, it affects him. And he doesn't get the ball. So, yes, if this Seahawks team can come together and play well, Doug Jordan Baldwin, Nelson. I don't have I don't have faith in it. I just Jordan, don't have faith Jordan in it. Jordan Nelson or Doug Baldwin? Doug Baldwin. Okay. That's not even close to me. Well, we have we have Jordan Nelson as a wide receiver too, so how high are you going with Doug Baldwin? Because right now I think people will sell him for a wide receiver two caliber because he hasn't been good right now. At all. Yeah. Uh rest of the season I'll have Doug Baldwin around wide receiver fourteen or fifteen. And I think you can get him for like wide receiver twenty tradable meat that makes sense uh possibly um i mean he did his last game against the giants he had a touchdown and 92 yards so though what have you done for me lately people that are trading they're gonna see that and think it's a trend and it might be a little more difficult to grab him at that level yeah but all right and the last guy i want to say i think demarius thomas are you holding him or are you selling him? He He's wide receiver 50 right now and has only gone over, what, 10 points once this season? And he keeps coming off a nine-yard game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the the Broncos' offense is just having a, such a tough time. I, I don't want to bet on them, although they do have a good schedule. It's a phenomenal um, deal. Like the next three weeks, yeah. KC, Philly, New England, Miami, New York Jets, Indianapolis, Oakland. Yeah. The only defense there that kind of scares me for a wide receiver is is Cincinnati, and that's not even that scary. Yeah. I mean, he, they play Washington Week 16, which, you know, I said they Washington plays well against a wide receiver one. So it's going to be... That, yeah, at that he, point, who gives a shit? If you're in the championship game... <laughs> 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 that's after the battle, just get into the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... He's a wide receiver five right now, the way he's playing, and I think he has potential to be more of a wide receiver two. And um, I wouldn't be mad at someone if they sent Adam Thielen for Demaryius Thomas, and I think that's extremely fair. It's not far off. Uh, if you if you have Demaryius Thomas, or I'm sorry, if you're trying to get Demaryius Thomas, would you trade Jordy Nelson for him? No, no. Jordy Nelson still has a wide receiver one potential. Adam Thielen, I would rather have uh, Demaryius Thomas. He has potential to be amazing. Demaryius Thomas is a good buy low candidate right now yeah you just realize that huh it's nice you need to get him <laughs> it's nice <laughs> uh i would trade kelvin benjamin for demarius thomas Ooh, that's bold i don't know about that really i, think I would I, yeah yeah i think i would trade alshon jeffrey for demarius thomas as well 
Well, Austin Jeffrey has been awful. He's a sell. Oh, even droppable. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think, is like at the prime of his season right now. Yeah. I don't think there's any anything stopping Carson Wentz from what I saw last no, week. No, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. The thing is, it's not going to Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, going, right. it's going to everyone else. Right, right. Yeah, I How think about, Demarius Thomas is the buy low, bias low you can do. Okay, I'm going to go in all my leagues right now and try to get Demarius Thomas. I already did. Mizzles won't trade him. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, I think this was a really good productive episode. Way I too th- much content, Dale. We didn't talk any shit. I know, I know. This is well. These are the ones where people are like, "Oh, you're so monotone. You don't, you don't even go off, uh, off topic ever." <laughs> yeah, well, great. You didn't listen to the last episode. Where we talked about dicks all day. <laughs> all right, guys. Before we go, let me talk to you really quick about Optima Fantasy Sports and OptimaFantasySports.com. They are the new kid in town, and they are bringing projections and lineup tools to you at a re- very reasonable rate. And very, very accurate. Over, They've been spending the couple past couple years organizing and getting ready for this big launch. And they actually just launched uh, guys with PhDs and, and math and all this crazy stuff have come together to really put this algorithm together to help us in fantasy sports. Best thing of all, they actually gave us a promo code to use. So definitely check it out. Go to OptimaFantasySports.com and you can use a promo code SLEEP, S-L-E-E-P all caps, and it'll get you 10% off premium tools. So definitely check them out and, uh, and let us know what you think about it. Armando, I think that sums up the episode today. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, uh, I think that covers it. All right, guys. Again, thank you for Armando Crespo. I'm Dale. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo. Uh-huh. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Sleep.